0: All engine running. Lift off. We have a liftoff. Thirty-two minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Uh, awesome. Neil Armstrong reporting their roll and pitch program, which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading.
1: And if you heard that, you just have to know that it's the Void show being launched. Thank you so much for tuning in with us today. Um, What radio station could it be if not active FM? Always bringing you fun and crazy facts about the universe, even during lockdown. I mean, yes, of course. Why not? So um, this is The Void Show and my name is Andrew Falazzi. You can actually join uh, this episode today um, by going on our social pages. We have social pages. We have uh, a Facebook page. The handle is at The Void Show with Andrew. So make sure that you search that uh, and you find it, you like the page and you follow the page so that you do not miss any episode from The Void Show. You can actually as well send your questions directly to us and we will be able to answer those uh, questions. Now for today, here's a question. What's really happening with Pluto? Now you probably have asked yourself this question at some point in your life. It's okay to ask yourself these kind of questions. I mean, science is not for someone. Science is for everybody. Just wonder, and we're good to go. So what's really happening with Pluto? That's a good question. But here's the thing. People will always have things to say. Everybody has something to say. Good things and bad things. People will always say things. So if, if you're going to go around listening to everybody, you're just going to end up being like everybody. And because we know that people say negative things and positive things, we definitely know that equal positives and negatives make it neutral. Like plus 7 minus 7 equals 0. So um, you don't want to equal 0. So be sure to stick with the Void Show because the Void Show only brings positive stuff. Oh that's a question. I'm sure it's been going around your mind for some time. Or you have asked yourself it uh, at some point in your life. What's really happening with Pluto? It's a good question. Um maybe it's no longer a planet. What are you talking about? What what is it now? Um it's a dwarf planet. But but why? What what, what, what? it's okay. It's okay. Take a deep breath. Calm down. Calm down. We're going to figure it out. We're going to figure that out today on the Voyage Show. Uh, we will be answering some of those questions and we're actually going back in time and actually see what happened when Pluto was being discovered for the first time. And um, there's some interesting stuff that happened. Um, there's some romantic stuff that happened. There was actually an astronomer um, who did something for his wife uh so something very special um i mean you definitely want to hear what happened so make sure that you stick with the void show remember that the handle is at the void show with andrew
0: the wait is over is over Hold on tight. We are in the overdrive. Welcome. This is your favorite station. Stay tuned. Turn up the volume. The volume. The two, 2, 1. 1, want to see the light. Let's go. Go, go, go! Active. Active. Active FM.
1: FM. now activefm the void show and straight to business by the way you can find us all the shows that we actually have on Active FM. their website is www.activefm.co.za so we've got pretty much more shows there so you wanna go check that out now what we're discussing now is the discovery of pluto yes i think it's very important to understand how pluto was discovered before we can even speak about whether it's a planet now or not a planet or a dwarf planet or really all of those things so let us go all the way back in time and discuss the discovery of pluto when pluto was seen for the first time in the universe now the discovery of Pluto is quite a weird one it's it's a very weird one because it was not discovered directly so its discovery was indirectly through uh two planets uh it's Uranus and Neptune so at that time scientists uh, had already discovered some of the planets and uranus was actually one of those planets so you would know that there were scientists who study different parts the orbital motions of planets and the geology of planets and all of those things so one day because uranus was had already been found had already been discovered so when scientists looked at the motion of uranus so they looked at the motion of uranus around the sun you would know that all planets actually in our solar system orbit uh, the sun they revolve around the sun and that's the reason we actually have seasons right and they also, they actually as well uh rotate on their axis that's the reason we have so they all orbit around the sun and they actually rotate around their axis. So one day, a scientist uh, said, okay, let us look at the motion of Uranus, the planet Uranus, around the sun, right? And so a very weird thing was seen. It had this quickiness motion. Uh, it, had, it, 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 it sometimes wobbled. So it has these weird things that it's doing because scientists had scientists had observed it very carefully and um, they discovered these uh, weird motions that it kept doing in its orbital path around the sun and so because of that scientists uh, concluded that okay there should be some gravity of some other planet that's actually pulling out Uh, uranus out of its orbit and that made sense because you have to know that everything in the universe actually let's bring it to much uh, local scales everything in our solar system has a relationship with with each other we speak about gravity gravity is responsible for everything that's happening in our solar system so it's the sun why do we have all these planets orbiting around the sun that's because of the gravitational pull of what of the sun right so we would say that because the sun has more mass than it has greater gravitational pull if you see the equation for gravity force of gravity you would see that the most significant thing there it's the mass of an object so if if an object has more mass then it definitely has a higher gravitational pulling force So, so um it's the sun it's pulling all these uh planets towards itself that's why they're actually orbiting it um you and it's very very important to note that there is a difference between mass and weight there is a total difference when we're speaking about mass that is the amount of matter that's in your body that's mass but mass is related to weight but mass is not weight mass it's the amount of matter that is in your body, for example, if we are going to take yourself. But then weight, when we're speaking about weight, weight is a force due to gravity. So when you go, maybe or maybe you have a scale in your house and you're actually measuring your mass, the scale actually measures your weight and then converts it to mass. If it's in kg, if you get kg, it then converts it to mass. Why does it measure your weight? Because the moment you step on the scale you it's it's the gravity that's pulling you towards the scale so the scale measures your weight which is the force that you are applying on the scale and then it will convert it to your mass which is the amount of matter that's in your body so that's what happened scientists actually uh, saw this quickness motion of uranus and they said because of this because of what we seen, there should be some other planet that's somewhere around the vicinity of uranus that's actually pulling uranus out of its orbit because uranus did not actually follow the course you know in, in its orbital path it did not follow the course that astronomers actually had expected And so this went for a long time. These things take pretty much a lot of time. A number of astronomers actually investigated this matter. So it took a long time and was investigated by lots of astronomers for some time. And so uh, there was this particular astronomer. um, He was actually the director of the Lowell Observatory. Um, I think it was in uh, Arizona or somewhere, somewhere so um he decided to actually investigate this matter it was around 1915 1914 around that time and so he published he remember he's a director of the lowell observatory right so, he decided to investigate into the matter and he decided to publish uh, some papers in which he actually presented uh, the mathematical calculations. And those calculations actually showed uh, a ninth planet and actually its probable position. So, he knew the probability or the probable position of this missing planet that's actually showing its effects on Uranus. So, he it's mathematics he calculated and he saw that there should be a planet and it's somewhere around here he knew the exact positions and so the search continued for many years that like continued for many years but then in february it was in 1930 in february in 1930 there was another other astronomer um his name was Clyde tomba I cannot see his name very well but um, i'll just say clyde for now and so now he was also the assistant of uh on the lowell observatory so he was just working there as their assistant so I'm, I'm sure that he found these papers that uh lowell actually wrote in his time and so i'm sure he found these papers but he actually decided to also study these things and he took photographs right so he took photographs in the solar system and what he saw in these photos was quite amazing thing it was quite amazing because he actually took uh, a series of photos photographs or really whatever and there was this planet so he kept taking them at different times at different times and when he merged them together there was this moving object so in this first photo this lighting point in the sky would be at a certain point and when he look at it in the next photo it would be at another point but ha- having a path you know on those photos when he look at another photo there would be another uh, point but now at a different position so that was the discovery of Pluto at, in, 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 in that time. And so the planet was actually named Pluto, and it was actually after the Roman god who ruled the underworld, which is actually, I believe it's because of its position, because, you know, it's in the distant part of the, the solar system. So so that was the discovery of the planet. At that time, it was still called planet. Yes, in, in, in inverted commas, it was still called uh, a planet. So it was actually the discovery of planet. But here's a weird thing. When they had discovered Pluto, it turned out that it only had a mass at like one over 450 that of Earth. So it it was very, very, very small. It, It was not big enough to actually distort the orbit of Uranus with the pull of its gravity. You would remember that we did say that every other body in the solar system has actually a relationship with every other body, and the relationship is determined by the gravity. Um, if you look at the equation of gravity, force of gravity, you would see that two significant parts of it are, is actually distance and mass. So mass has a huge contribution to how strong the gravitational pull of a body is. For example, um, if you look at Earth and the moon, this is a good example. Um moon has much less uh, mass than earth i mean we, we we obviously know that that earth is much bigger than the moon so because moon has a less mass, uh, has less mass than earth it obviously has a less gravitational pull than earth so if you would go to the moon now you would experience uh the strength of the gravity that's actually much less compared to when you are here on the Earth's surface that's why actually you would see astronauts when they are on the moon you would see them jumping and they taking uh, some time to actually land on the Moon's surface that's because the gravitational pull is not much stronger than here in earth and that's because of the mass mass plays a very vital role in the strength of the gravitational pull we have a bigger sun that's actually much that has more mass than any other body in the solar system and because of that its gravitational pull is much stronger than any other body in the solar system so yeah that was the discovery of Pluto, but then it was not big enough to actually pull gravity out of its uh, pull i mean uranus out of its orbit the mathematics say so and so that could only mean one thing i'm sure you're now guessing what it con- it could actually mean again It suggested the possibility of another planet beyond Pluto. It could actually mean that. And so scientists said, oh, because now we discovered this planet, but then yet we we still see that, I mean, we add all the mess. And it doesn't make sense why there's a force of gravity that's pulling Uranus out of its uh, orbit. Because the mess that we're having, this extra mess, is really not enough to be having those kind of effects on on Uranus. And so it could only mean one thing. It suggested the possibility of another planet beyond Pluto. And do you want to guess what they found? That's when they discovered Pluto's moon. And that, of course, came much later in time. It came at like in 1978. Yes, in 1978, that's when they discovered this uh, the moon of uh, Pluto and that was discovered by uh, one other astronomer his name it was james w christy and he was working at the u.s natal observatory and how he found it he was he was as well examining some photographic plates to actually measure Pluto's position throughout its orbit so um there is what we call orbital mechanics of planets so what they examine is the motion of planets around their orbit i mean the motion of planets in their orbit around the sun that's what they actually spent most of their time doing so uh, christy was actually doing that and what he noticed he noticed that Pluto actually had a slight bump he noticed that it had a slight bump and so when he was looking at all the other plates he noticed that the bump actually moved around the planet and actually that was when christy quickly realized that pluto actually has a moon and that's when he had discovered a moon of pluto orbiting um, orbiting pluto of course and so here's the romantic part of the story i guess what is it cannot wait for you to hear this he named the new moon that he just discovered he named it after his wife uh, his wife's name was Charlene, and so he named the moon sharon and it's actually still called sharon now but not really because um it, it has been demoted but then we'll talk about that but now he named the this new moon that he just discovered sharon and it was actually after his wife his wife was actually called uh, Charlene. it was after his wife and i think the, the boatman you know this greek mythology but now I think the most interesting part of this story is that he named this new moon that he just discovered after his wife. Isn't that incredible? Tell us what you're thinking. I mean, I'm, it's something that I want to do. Something i'm i'm just saying okay so um right after this i'm gonna give you this beautiful gem i'm sure now you have heard a, a, some how pluto was discovered i mean this was a very long journey and to be honest there were actually arguments you know uh between astronomers they argued that sharon is not a moon it should be this it should be that it should be that and so something that's also odd about uh, this moon, this new moon that was just discovered off of Pluto, it actually had, when you look at the proportion of the of, of its moon and Pluto, they were, it was pretty much close to being big enough as Pluto. So because of that, scientists also thought that it's actually another planet, and they called it uh, a biplanetary system. But um, now it's, it's demoted and we're going to be speaking about why Pluto is now called a dwarf planet after this song. I mean, what is even a planet? Uh, what are you talking? Calm down. We're going to be speaking about that. So here's a gem by T. prophet saying essence. Make sure that you enjoy it and in the meantime while you're still listening to this song make sure that you go to our facebook pages at the void show with andrew and tell us what you're thinking uh, about pluto or what you actually thought pluto is or oh, did you even know what is a dwarf planet or a planet that's what we're going to be speaking with uh, after this so so make sure that you enjoy <music>
0: We stay woke, hopped about the boat, living water flow. Do the most, we stay, we stay, we stay woke. Hopped about the boat, living water flow. Do the most, we stay, we stay, we stay woke. Hopped about the boat, living water flow. Do the most, we stay, we stay, we stay woke. after about the boat, living water flow. Do the most, we stay, we stay, we I stay. Say, oh, well, don't sleep, walking on the water, I come in peace. Never been high till I bow my knees. That's upside down, but that's how it be, big. Cause reviving my kingdom is only the future. Got nothing but class. Cause I'm not Ferris Bueller. better watch for them snakes, Cause they playing Medusa, they up in your head. and they got your medulla. I do not get it, it's such a trap. We driving it sin till our hearts just collapse. Cause we taking naps and playing our ass, we're playing it safe till I'm feeling like trash, Throw my ashes out. Satan be laughing now. Jesus done show me how. Staying walking a passive vow. Yes. Yeah, woke. Hopped about the, the boat, living water flow. Do the most, we stay, we stay, we stay woke. Hop about the, the boat, living water flow. Do the most, we stay, we stay, we stay woke. Hop about the, the boat, living water flow. Do the most, we stay, we stay, we stay woke. Hop about the boat, living water flow. Do the most, we stay, we stay, we stay. yeah. Crush my sin, yeah. I just been staying woke, don't sleep on enemies, that's why I'm going in, yeah. I just been telling them, test me, I'm scoring like messy, they told me you're being, I yeah. grinded like risky just do it, don't check me like Kylie, don't deskies. But that's staying woke, I'm on 10 cause we ready, that's why I, I never sleep, I stay alive. I'm staying woke until I die, this light of me, I'm gonna shine, I'll row with you into the night. Making darkness in the light, shine it up and make it bright, yeah. Make it bright, staying woke, I'm we make stay it you, by the boat, living water flow. Do the most we stay, we stay, we stay woke. out about the boat, living water flow. Do the most we stay, we stay, we stay woke. Yeah. Hot about the boat, living water flow. Do the most we stay, we stay, we stay woke. Hopped about the boat, living water flow.
1: Prophet Essence, surely you have enjoyed that jam and you did not forget, hopefully, to check us out on all our social media platforms. You can just search ActiveFM. And you will definitely find all of them. We are on YouTube. So you want to make sure that you just search Active FM. And you definitely subscribe. And you press that notification button. So that you don't miss any episode from all the shows that we're having on Active FM. And um, check us out on uh, Facebook. uh, Void Show. Facebook official page. It's at uh, The Void Show with Andrew. So that you don't miss any episode really from uh, The Void Show. So. What's really happening with Pluto now this is the part that almost everybody has been waiting for why is it not called a planet what is a planet dwarf planet all that stuff now here's the thing Pluto has not really changed Pluto hasn't really changed but our understanding of it it's the one that actually changed. It hasn't really changed. Now, before we can actually even start to question ourselves why Pluto was demoted in the planetary systems, why is it not called a planet? I think uh, the question that we should answer is: What is a planet? Tell us what did you think a planet is. I mean, did you even know what is a planet? Did you know what a dwarf planet is? So tell us all those things that you thought actually uh, meant uh, or what actually a planet meant. But here's the thing. For quite a long time, like a very long time ago, ages up until 19th century, the definition of a planet was a vague one. It was just any object that's orbiting around the sun. Any object that's orbiting around the sun. But that definition was quite vague. Because, I mean Uh, that we've got pretty much lots of bodies in the universe or actually in our solar system that are orbiting around the sun but then they are not planets and if you can come with your own definition and say that a planet it's actually something that is spherical sorry to flirt earthers i mean a moon, moon is or moons are some moons actually for example our moon is also spherical but then we do not call it a planet you could say that um, it's a rocky body a moon is also has rocks but we do not call it a planet so it, it may appear like scientists didn't really know the definition of a planet up until 2006 so here's what happened the scientists astronomers uh, kept finding more bodies that were actually more or less like blue to and they could find them in um, further distances away from the sun. We're speaking about things like Ceres, Pallas, and because the definition of a planet was just any object that's orbiting around the sun, so they kept discovering all these weird bodies in uh, our know, solar system, you know, asteroids, comets, and they were all orbiting on the sun, and so that if they kept finding them, and they were like, "No, no, no. Maybe we should really reconsider what a planet means because now there are like millions of boys that we are finding, and they are all orbiting around the sun." And so they said, up until two thousand and six, you can just imagine how long that was. I mean, up until two thousand and six, and in in eight, things like in eighteen o one, they discovered things like Ceres and Pallas, eighteen o. So two thousand and six, they only had a proper definition of what actually a planet is. So let's hear uh, why Pluto was demoted. So in 2006, International Astronomical Union, it actually met and uh, had sort of like a voting that happened and um, Pluto just could not be in that uh, or could not be favoured. Yes, that's actually what happened. So, they then came up with qualifications or requirements that a body must have in order to be called a planet. Now here, there are only three conditions. A body should have enough gravity to so that it, I mean it should have enough gravity to pull itself on towards its core and become a sphere that's the first condition and um, the second one is that it should have cleared its neighborhood so in its orbital path around the sun there should be no other body that's there it should only be alone in its orbital path around the the, the sun and the third one it actually is that it should actually orbit the sun so Pluto could not meet all those requirements because Pluto's orbit around the sun actually intersects with other bodies' uh, orbital paths, so because of that, it missed being called a planet, and it was demoted to dwarf planets. So here's a definition of a dwarf of a dwarf planet: it, it it's it's a body that does not meet all those three conditions to be called a planet but a planet is a body a celestial body in the universe that actually meet those three conditions that's it and that's why it was demoted and um there are some astronomers that are actually uh wanting pluto to be back and it's a bit of a conflict up until now Uh, so um i don't think that's gonna happen anytime soon i mean i totally understand i mean they are like pluto uh teachers and so they really want pluto back to be called a planet but then um, um i don't i don't think that's necessary so um yeah that's that's why actually pluto was demoted so tell us what you're thinking um did you think anything so now here are really important things that you know you know what is the definition of a planet remember that uh, in 2006 an international astronomical union um, it met and it decided on a definition of a planet it's a body a celestial body that cleared the neighborhood so it should orbit the sun and on its orbital path there should be no other body there it should be alone like earth i mean there's no any other body in its orbital path around the sun so it's it it, it qualifies to be called a planet <laughs> then it should have enough gravity to be a sphere i mean that's why it's a sphere i mean I, that's one thing i mean for flat earthers i mean it's sphere spherical because of the gravity so i mean if it's flat then where's the gravity you see That's that's one weird thing. So um um it should be a sphere, uh, or nearly so, or nearly so, and it should orbit the sun. That's the definition of a planet. If it's a dwarf planet or anything that's called dwarf planet, it means it's just a body that does not meet any of those conditions. So yeah, I'm sure you've learned, and um we had a great show today. I'm hoping that you love it. Tell us what you're thinking of it. But right after this, I am closing.
0: Live right here on Active FM, we bring to you the Active Worship Inception album. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I rejoice that you were unfading. You can stream the album on Spotify and Apple iTunes. If you're interested in downloading the album, well, contact us for more info.
1: Can you believe it that we have reached the end of the show? Um, I'm so so sad. Anyway, I'm hoping you have enjoyed um, today's show. Um, It was really exciting. We had a great show today. And I'm hoping to see you again next time. Same place. Um, This is The Void Show. And so um, find us on all our social media platforms. Um, For The Void Show, you can find us on Facebook. The handle is at The Void Show with Andrew. Tell us what you are thinking about Pluto and what do you know now? I mean you know pretty much by just listening to the Void Show. So um, you can also find us on April Podcast. Here's Apple's podcast. Um, we're on Spotify. Uh, you just search The Void Show, Active FM. You will definitely find it. Make sure that you follow us and um, TikTok. Active FM is there. Um, Google Podcasts, we are, of course, there. And YouTube now, we are on YouTube. So make sure that you just search Active T- Active FM and um, you subscribe to the YouTube pe- channel. <laughs> I to said page, but it's okay. You subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, channel and you click that notification button so that you do not miss any episode and um, yes, until we meet again, same place next time, um, um, this is The Void Show and my name is Andrew Falazzi. Um, have a good week ahead of you, bye
0: Expose him! Expose him! him! <laughs> awesome. Active FM Active, Active FM.